What's going on? It's the Rock the Walls podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Walford. On today's podcast, I'll be speaking with vocalist and guitarist of Dying Fetus, John Gallagher. They just dropped their brand new album, Wrong One to Fuck With, last month. And as well, they're going to be heading out on the Summer Slaughter Tour, which actually kicks off today. Going to be co-headlining with Black Dahlia Murder, support from Slaughter to Prevail, Oceano, Origin, Lorna Shore, Rings of Saturn, Angel Maker. It's going to be a really great an awesome time. If you have not, you can subscribe to the Rock the Walls podcast over on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Simply search Rock the Walls, click subscribe, and never miss an episode. And as well, follow us over on social media at Rock the Walls on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're going to dive right into things today on the podcast and get into this interview. A real fun time talking with Dying Fetus guitarist and vocalist John Gallagher on Rock the Walls. You are listening to Rock the Walls here on ITOB Radio. I'm your host, Patrick Walford. Right now, we're joined by a band. They're going to be dropping their brand new album, Wrong One to Fuck With, coming up on June the 23rd on Relapse Records. Going to be co-headlining the Summer Slaughter Tour of the Summer with the guys in the Black Dahlia Murder. We are here with John Gallagher, guitarist and vocalist of Dying Fetus. John, uh, how's everything going, man? Uh, it was just announced a couple days ago you guys are going to be uh, in on the Summer Slaughter Tour once again this summer. And uh, also uh, dropping your first album in five years, man. Just uh, how's it feel to get this one out? Oh, yeah, man. We're super excited. Um, happy to get back on the road and stuff. And, um, yeah, looking forward to this Summer Slaughter Tour. It's always been a good time for us. Very, um, I don't know, man. There's a lot of camaraderie there usually, man. That tour and once, you know, get a couple weeks under your belt and stuff, everyone becomes pretty good friends and, it's just a good time, you know, heading across the states with, you know, that kind of environment and stuff. So, yeah, we're happy, man. we got a new album coming out soon, and um, everything's looking pretty positive for us. So, we're happy. For sure, man. Yeah, just looking at that Summer Slaughter lineup, it's uh, it's absolutely awesome. And, you know, uh, as you mentioned, the camaraderie, I mean, it's not going to take very long as well uh, with the number of bands on the tour uh, that you guys have uh, either played Slaughter with before or done some other tours. You know, it's a great lineup of bands. Uh, Oceano, yeah. uh, Slaughter to Prevail, um, as well as uh, bands like uh, Rings of Saturn, Lorna Shore and whatnot. I mean, uh, it's just a really awesome, diverse lineup, uh, you know, kind of spanning uh, some of the newer kind of uh, death metal and death chords to, uh, you know, s- some of the bands that have been around a while, like uh, you guys in Black Dahlia. Yeah, yeah. That, that was one thing. We were approached first with the tour about doing a co-headline with Black Dahlia and we're like yeah that was on our to-do list to go out and tour with them again because we've uh, done a couple really cool tours in Europe and all around with those dudes so we've talked about it you know last year like man we need to get back together and hit the road and and stuff so here we are it's upon us so yeah it'll be cool looking forward to it for sure and uh, also to play some new tunes and stuff. And so far, the reaction to the new songs is, is you know, it's been well received. So the pits should be pretty heavy, pretty slamming, and uh, that should be killer. Yeah, man, definitely. Now, talking about that brand new album, Wrong One to Fuck With, uh, just for yourself and uh, the rest of the guys, uh, just when it goes into writing and recording, man, you know, doing the vocals. And also the guitars and whatnot. Just for you, uh, what do you first start writing? I mean, do you come up with uh, with lyrical ideas first and foremost, or is it more so uh, the riffs and kind of the the instrumental song structure before the lyrics? 
Well, it all depends, really. I mean, usually it comes with the guitar riff first. Usually I'll kind of, you know, noodle around and stuff for my guitar at home or whatever. Or could be on tour, could be before a show, whatever. And if it's, uh, a strong idea pops out, something kind of memorable to where I'm like, damn, this sounds good, this is banging. And I'll just record it on my phone or something just to get it down quickly. But, but sometimes Trey might have a beat to present to me. And uh, that happened on a couple, actually the song Wrong One to Fuck With. He, there's a, like a middle section where the, the beat's kind of funky and he's like doing a lot of like hi-hat work along with the kick drums and the ride. And that inspired in a, uh, a riff. So, and then sometimes there might be a lyric. Like I was on a treadmill the um, last year or whatever it was, and uh, kind of came up with a die with integrity riff. Like, you know, basically, you know, I was just thinking of song titles, and that title came in my head, and then uh, kind of was humming out a riff. And so sometimes a lyric can inspire a riff or whatever, but. Usually it comes with the guitar stuff first, and and uh, then we just build it from there. But um, yeah. So whatever you know sparks a good idea. That's whatever you know. That's the idea. Wherever it comes, can come from and manifest. But for for you, where do you find uh, that? Like a is the kind of point in time that that you get the most creative, or just uh, you know, kind of uh, in in the. Li- lyric writing of this album for you um just uh the kind of standpoint that that you took on it and kind of some of the themes that that you explored well mostly we go with a brutal theme um you know a lot of times we come up with a title like say seeding with disdain a lot i'll just like come up with the title and like hey sean write a song about this this is the title i came up with and this is the music and he'll kind of take it from there and take that title sometimes and run with that and um well one thing that i i kind of came up with one theme and nothing really new but it's the drug addiction kind of theme with this opiate you know kind of epidemic we have going on in the states you know with the pills and the percocets painkillers and kind of like the gateway to heroin and stuff that's what reveling in the abyss is all about, you know, being hunkered down in a dungeon, you know, with your drugs. And I see a lot of that with people nowadays and from all walks of life and stuff. So kind of made reference to that, you know, in that song. And, um, oh, just something kind of feels strongly about because friends are dying, you know, from this and people need to be aware of what they're taking, you know, and the risks involved and stuff. So, um, but yeah, we have that, and but mostly we fit with just a brutal concept. We want the the songs to really have a lot of impact, you know. So that's what we kind of go with. That's like a, a running theme, you know. But um, yeah. For sure, man. Now, th- this time around, uh, j- just as far as it went, uh, going to the studio and whatnot, just uh, uh, how long have you guys ha- had this record recorded, and just uh, who exactly uh, produced the album this time around? Well, the recorder was was um, completed like last year, 
so it's been shit at this point probably 11 months or so 10 months since it's been recorded mixed mastered and everything and it's kind of waiting but uh we were it was produced by steve wright at Brightway studios same place we've gone to the last couple albums um so yeah we're just familiar with the process there and and um able to achieve pretty brutal tones and stuff so we've been going back and working with Steve um, but yeah yeah everything fell into place pretty well with this so we're just excited to get it out I'm just like kind of you know at this point I'm like writing kind of new stuff you know for the next album you know looking past this one because it's been out so long you know or at least completed you know so it's I'm like, all right, let's get on with it. You know, <laughs> I can't kind of can't believe it's not out yet. You know, it's kind of making us look bad too. You know, from the fans' perspective, you know, like man, it's taking me so long. Which it has, but like now it's taking like extra time to get the, the thing out. So we're just like, already, let's 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 make it happen. You know. <laughs> De- definitely, man. It's uh, s- sometimes you you just have to play that waiting game, just kind of uh, wait for for the for the right time, and obviously it's up to the label too. So, but but it's cool, you know. We're but it's the cool thing is I'm happy with her album and stuff. That's the main thing. That because as we all know, time will fly by, and you know, ten years from now we'll be saying, "Is this a good album? Will this be remembered?" You know, like and hopefully it will be. That's that's the goal if it'll test the time yeah man which which i which i think by by the first two tracks man i, I most definitely think it will along with, with with the rest of your guys albums man it's uh it's just an, an incredible uh, back catalog well thanks man <laughs> No problem. We will be back talking more with John Gallagher, vocalist and guitarist of Dying Fetus, but first we're going to get to a track off of their new album, Wrong One to Fuck With. It's Fixated on Devastation on Rock the Walls.
guitarist and vocalist of Dying Fetus. They're going to be dropping their brand new album, Wrong One to Fuck With, June the 23rd on Relapse Records. You can catch them out all summer long, co-headlining the Summer Slaughter Tour with the Black Dahlia Murder. Now, John, just being, uh, you know, at this point, eight albums uh, deep in, into your career over over 25 years, uh, you know, playing and touring and tying in Dying Fetus and whatnot, man, just for yourself and just uh, each time it comes around to recording an album, you know, now you're already talking about, uh, you know, working on album number nine because you guys have had this one dumb for so long, you know, uh, just for yourself and, uh, you know, just growing as a musician and doing this, uh, you know, as a job for such a long time. Um, how, how have you found uh, different ways to, uh, you know, not only evolve yourself, uh, you know, as a, as a songwriter and a lyricist, but also, um, you know, as a, as a composer and, and a guitar player uh, when uh, it comes to uh, recording the albums? So, I mean, it's obviously a lot different now than, uh, you know, when you guys would have been recording, uh, you know, albums uh, back in uh, the, the early 2000s, just in terms of, you know, uh, just the, the technology and just uh, how easy it is to, uh, you know, do things like a pre production yeah. before and whatnot, whereas uh, before it was a lot A little bit easier to edit now, it seems, you know, as opposed to analog, you know, with the old tape deck and you can do cleaner edits and stuff like this now. and But, um... Yeah, man, it's a lot of things have changed, and, like, you know, for me, I've been playing guitar for shit, I don't even know, at this point, over 30 years, but, you know, there's always room for improvement, you know, and I'll check out bands all the time like anyone else, I'm still a fan of the music, you know, and I still look up the bands and, you know, and performers and stuff, and, like, when I hear a guy like Jeff Loomis play something like this, I'm like, whoa, like, it really humbles me. I'm like, man, I'm a hack, you know? Like, I need to step my game up, you know? There's there's all kinds of incredible players that, you know, out there and stuff. So, for me, I've just been doing a lot of home practicing. I've been doing a lot of the, um, like, YouTube backing tracks, you know? Like, just exploring different scales, Lydian, Mixolydian, Dominant, Phrygian, 
you know, just experimenting, going. There's plenty of fucking um, backing tracks to choose from, which is cool. I'm glad people do that nowadays, you know. And uh, you can just sit there and noodle around with your um, with your scales and stuff. And that's been helping me improve um, the last year or two. Just just playing all different styles, you know, not just death metal. Not so. I've been trying to you know round my skills out a little bit, my skill set. And um, that's one good way to do it. Rehearsing to the backing tracks. I'm sure a lot of players are doing that nowadays. It's probably like a sign of the times or whatever, but. Um, but yeah, man, just whatever that can inspire you. I'm, I'm getting a nice new guitar from ESP, this custom arrow guitar is to be mailed to me soon. And, um, you know, getting new toys like that kind of helps me, you know, to remain inspired, you know, having some new effect pedals, buying a new amp, something like this, just to keep things kind of fresh and, and, um, and then just continue moving forward with the instrument, you know, and you can always be better. It's just the rule of thumb, you know. Yeah. So. For sure, man. Now, ju- just uh, when it came to recording Wrong One to Fuck With and just, um, you, you know, as you said, just uh, learning uh, uh, lo- lots of different ways and whatnot and, and improving uh, just uh, through just constant practice and whatnot just over these past couple of years, is there a particular... Uh, uh, section or a part in one of the songs uh, that you know it, it took you a number of tries to get down uh, a take that you uh, that you're really satisfied with and uh, just really tough on, on the fingers. I mean, I can't imagine uh, yeah. put, well, playing some of this stuff. That's Honestly, the thing. Like, the, like even the the tricky part, like throughout the whole process, like the guy I work with, Steve, who records this, produces this, whatever he's. You know, every riff, I, you know, has to be solid and perfect. Like, even the, the chuggier kind of, as you would think, to be more simple riffs still take a lot of time. You know, with the guitar squeaks, just the way the emphasis of the your palm mute, this and that, you know. So, basically, the whole album is, like, a challenge, like, you know. But, um, I don't know, like, the, the guitar solo and fallacy, that took a while. Um, but the end result is pretty sick. Um, uh, you know, there's a lot of little noodly sections like unmitigated, unmitigated detestation has a pretty cool little um, part in the middle. It's a little sweepy, little sweepy part, and that took took a minute to pull off with, to make it clean. You know, because that's when you put out this distortion, and you know, it just everything is so finicky with the guitar, all your imperfections just kind of, sh- you know, shine out. So to get a nice, clean take with all the notes in there sometimes can just be challenging, you know, hit one note off or wrong and then, and then the producer's like, oh, no, nope, you can do that better. And, and it just takes hours. It's very tedious, man. But it's kind of, I guess, what you have to do if you want a you know, solid product, you know, it takes time and, Fortunately, with our budget now, with relapse, we're you know able to do that. You know, spend extra time to you know work things out. So, but all of it's a big challenge, man. You know, 
Yeah, like uh, I, I, I can't even imagine as well. It, you know, one, it's it's one thing recording it, but then uh, you know, you guys, uh, it gets to the point where you guys have to uh, rehearse it to, to then go in on tour and whatnot. I, I can't imagine, you know, uh, yeah. just nailing all this stuff down uh, to where you guys are one hundred percent satisfied. Uh, is uh, yeah, a, I mean, there's no one's perfect. One, you know, so you know, every. Every band is, you know, they're, they're going to go through that, you know, struggling to kind of play the stuff exactly how it is on the album. You know, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, no one's a machine, so you're going to, you know, flub up here and there. But uh, we take it very seriously and do our best and, and, you know, take it seriously. Don't get drunk before the show. We don't, that's, you know, things like this where bands will get all fucking sloshed all day drinking or whatever and then they come out and they play like shit you know simple things like that just like wait hold off on the party until after the gig and you know it'll sound more solid you know things like that we take it seriously you know so that helps yeah for for sure I mean it's uh, maybe some bands don't look at it this way but it's like you wouldn't go to like your your full time day job uh, drunk, so why would you? Right, exactly. So you got to respect the fans. They they pay a lot of money to come in there. You should be on your A game. Yeah. Not that's the way I look at it, man. I'm like very serious. Get, I'm getting this really kind of zoned out kind of you know mode or whatever before we play, and I don't know, kind of like a zombie or something, you know. But but mainly, I'm just focused on doing you know playing as best and efficiently as i can and and i don't know kind of you know going to that mode yeah i i i think i know exactly what you mean like um i i I, like uh, i used to play like competitively like ice hockey and whatnot and i was i was Mm goaltending so like an hour before the game or anything like that even like two hours like uh you know what i mean it's like you don't really like talk to anybody you're just kind of in your zone you know for, for yourself is exactly. it kind of the, the same thing like uh an hour before something or a half hour you just need to kind mm-hmm. of get in your zone yeah and you might come off as being a dick you know like you know that's when you're in that way it's best like this kind of stay in the back of the club or something so like somebody runs into you're not oh he's being a dick he wouldn't talk to me or you know he seems weird or but no he's just trying to focus in on his job you know and but uh yeah did you like that movie goon since you were a hockey player <laughs> i was just watching that the other day it's pretty pretty terrible movie but, uh... <laughs> yeah i mean i i think like i for for, for what it is it's uh, you know, a, a lack a lackluster kind of i, I don't want to say I, I don't want to insult the the canadians out there listening who who really enjoy it but it's kind of like a very b-rate kind of comedy and obviously kind of a very yeah, slapstick yeah. take but uh Canada. No, no, this is the Canada. I was just, we just played at that Vancouver Festival up there, uh, oh, Modified yeah. Ghost Fest. That was a good time, man. Was, nice. We always have a good time up there. For sure, man. Just as far as uh, any music you've been listening to lately, man, you uh, mentioned earlier on in the interview, you know, you're, you're always looking for, for new music and new bands to check out and whatnot. Uh, who are some bands that you've been listening to uh, lately uh, that you've really enjoyed, whether it's... Uh, man, that, what's that band? Asheron from Vancouver? Is that the band's name? I always think it's that one. There's something like that. They're pretty killer. Um, who else, man? That Conquering Dystopia is awesome. Um, man... 
I'm at a loss. I always forget the damn, I always remember later, like, uh, I don't know, fuck. You know, for me, I just listen to a lot of the, whatever, it doesn't have to necessarily, necessarily be new, like, to be old or whatever. But yeah, a lot of times just listen to whatever comes on the radio, like an XM and stuff like that. And, you know, that damn power trip is pretty cool for old school stuff nowadays. Um, yeah. I don't know, I'm just at a loss, man. <laughs> But there certainly is a lot of killer stuff coming out. And... For sure, it, se- it seems like uh, now every single week there's uh, like five or six or seven albums coming out. It's uh, oh, the new Suffocation is good, by the way. That that's one pretty sick one. I like. Yeah, yeah, they, de- definitely super good. They step their shit up. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, even uh, there. Uh, I know R- Rings of Saturn just uh, just dropped uh, one of their new tracks uh, off their new album, and that's a uh, that's a pretty sweet track as well. And uh, even uh, the I uh, just got to speak with with the with the guys in CKY. They're dropping a new album, and uh, just for you know, kind of like a straight up kind of rock punky kind of album, it's pretty sweet. Right on, man. Now, John, just as far as uh, where you like with people to go and uh, pick up Wrong One to Fuck With if they want to uh, pre-order a copy or uh, pick up a physical copy, merch, anything like that, uh, where would you like them to go for that online? If you go to uh, relapse.com, you can find everything there. Um, I know some of the pre-order packages include a knife and stuff like this, which is pretty pretty sick in its own way. I was, when I first heard of that, that item, I was like, whoa, I want one too, man, you know, <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, so just go to relapse.com and check that out, um, we should have some physical cop- copies, hopefully, at our shows, we're gonna do our best to have that available for the fans, so, but, um, yeah, you know, it's a download world now, so just go check it out on relapse.com. Dot com and you can get on uh, iTunes or whatever also. Yeah. So wherever you get it, just get it and enjoy it. Hell yeah, man. And just lastly, John, uh, you know, you guys have uh, gotten the chance to play the Summer Slaughter Tour a couple times. Uh, just uh, any uh, favorite memories uh, from past tours that you guys have done? And I, well, you know, we've been on a few of them. I remember a few years back, it was like suffocation, necrophagist, origin. It was predominantly death metal kind of package, but Darkest Hour also on that too. And I remember um, the guy Lone Star from Darkest Hour was all drunk, which is pretty typical of him. He was having a good time daily. He had like a holster. He created like a homemade beer holster. And, and you know, was walking around all day chugging beers and, well, anyway, one night towards the end, he just wanted everybody to beat him with a belt. He like was walking around with like just his underwear on, and um, the dudes in suffocation were like whipping him like a fucking dog <laughs> with a fucking belt. Like Mike Smith, their old drummer, who was he's pretty strong. I, you know, he was like slapping him, and then, and dude was enjoying it kind of. I mean, he was screaming in pain, but uh, <laughs> it was all in good fun. But I don't know if that's like a fond memory or kind of a horrific memory there. But, but um, yeah, that's comes to mind. Just just general partying, hanging out. Nothing nothing too crazy um, happened, you know. But um, yeah, we're just there to do our job and you know have a few beers afterwards and some laughs, and that's about it. That's we don't get too riled up. 
anymore. So. Well, John, thanks a lot for joining me on Rock the Walls tonight, man. I really appreciate it for your time. I'm really stoked uh, for this brand new album to come out. One of the things I like to do with the bands that I interview is I get them to choose a song from their catalog that they want the listeners to hear, and then a song that you would like them to hear by uh, any band, any artist, any genre. So if you want to pick a uh, Dying Fetus song off the new record and a song by any other band, uh, go for it. Check out Ideological Subjugation. That's a good one. It's pretty well-rounded. It has slam, a bit of tech, a bit of everything. Pretty happy with that one. And as far as another song... Um, Crimson of Edge of Sanity. I was just listening to that like last night, and uh, just a super long song with many different parts and twists and turns. And uh, I don't know. Check that out. That's a good one. Oh yeah, man. Sounds great. Uh, John, thanks a lot, and uh, hopefully we will see you up here in Canada on the Summer Slaughter tour. Uh, assuming that's going to come up here. I know it hasn't in the last couple. I of hope so. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. I don't know, but but thanks a lot for having me, man. No problem. Appreciate it. Take care, everyone. Go and All check right. out their brand new album, Wrong One to Fuck With, talking about dying fetus. This is track number six off of that album. It's Ideological Subjugation on Rock the Wall.
Dying fetus on a rock the walls. That is ideological subsugation. Awesome track off of their brand new album, Wrong One to Fuck With, which you can pick up right now and then go and catch them out on the Summer Slaughter Tour this summer, playing some tracks off that new album. Co-headlining with the Black Dahlia Murder, Black Dahlia going to be playing Nocturnal front to back for the 10-year anniversary of that album and a slew of amazing support bands leading into the headliners. Oceano, Slaughtered Prevail, Origin, Lorne Shore, Rings of Saturn, Angel Maker. It is going to be a great time on the Summer Slaughter Tour this summer, that is for sure. Really bummed it is not making its way up to Toronto. That's going to wrap things up today here on the Rock the Walls podcast. I'll be coming back to you guys with another podcast in these next couple days here. A lot of really cool ones uh, getting set to release. It's all a matter of which order they're going to be released in. So you can expect some really cool stuff coming up with uh, Hatebreed, Illstorm, Canteria, Memphis Mayfire, Anti-Flag, Like Moths to Flames, Currents, Bullet for My Valentine, the list goes on and on. So definitely click that subscribe button over on iTunes or whichever podcast app you use to listen to your podcasts. I've been your host, Patrick Walford. You have yourselves a good one. And always remember to listen loud.